at no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You know, normally when I play that clip, I got my guests in the green room and I hear that and they go, what? Or they laugh like there was a rational thought. Trust me, there's lots of rational thoughts coming to your way today. You're going to want to take notes. If you don't check below, there's always going to be notes there you can download and uh, review it later. But our guest today is a passionate marketer, PR veteran. She's worked with thought leaders, change makers, Fortune 500 companies, tech companies, and startups to help build their brands, get press, and make an impact. She's also a proud organizer of TEDx Boca Raton, um, but she's most proud of her two teenage children. So welcome to the show today, my good friend, Cindy Meltzer. Cindy, how are you today? Thank you, Doug. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. That's going to be fun. Before we get started, we want to give them a reason to stick around. So um, what's, the, what's the big giveaway or takeaway we can think about today? Well, we are going to talk about three tips to get on TV. Ooh. How about that? Love it. That's a good yeah. one. All right. So stick around. Before we get to that, I first want to find out about this lovely lady here who cannot have two, two teenage children. Come on. There's, you know, <laughs> must have been a child bride or something. Oh, um, thank you, Doug. You're so sweet. How did you get, you get into How'd you get into PR media? What's your background there? Uh, yeah, so I've been in PR for a long time and I mm -hmm. sort of, well, I did go to school for marketing, public relations and fashion buying and merchandising in New York. I went to FIT. And so, yeah, so I, I did study. I started working in fashion in New York and then I ended up moving to Florida and started just stumbled into work for for an agency and I loved it and then it went from there that was during the dot com boom and so worked with a lot of tech nice. clients worked with a lot of dot coms mm -hmm. um and then of course when the bubble burst then that's when I went off on my own and um yeah just have been working with a lot of clients ever since very interesting like you said fortune 500 some startups yeah. some mom and pops right yeah. Now we'll we'll get to the the ways to get on TV in a moment here. I'm sort of curious about some of the things that people try to do and mess up when getting more media attention. What are some of the biggest fails you've seen? Well, okay. So one of this is actually very relevant for TEDx too um, mm -hmm. with media. Uh, you know, when it's your personal story, you think that your personal story that everyone should be as attached to your personal story yeah. as you are. And um, sometimes the stories are amazing, but that's not what the media is looking for. The media is looking for something that's newsworthy. So lots of times, um, you know, whether it's, you know, we get pitched a lot for TED Talks, but also media, because I've been in the business for 20 years, um, we know what the media likes and what they don't like and what they respond to. And sometimes I've, I've even hosted events with Meet the Media where they'll share tips and tricks mm -hmm. and do's and yeah. don'ts. And I think that is a stumbling block that a lot of people um, come across is that they they think that their story mm -hmm. is and, and sometimes the story is amazing. Right. Nothing against the story, but it's just how you have to position it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we uh you know, we publish books, of course, and uh, every single person I talk to thinks their book should be a movie, that they've got the greatest story in the world. And I have friends in Hollywood and like, you know, have you seen Hollywood? It's like, you know, Transformers is what they like to sell. Right. <laughs> but I do, have, I do have one coming out about a guy who was over in Afghanistan when it fell recently and the people falling off the plane and whatnot. He was there at the airport. He escaped 
the tail band. That's going to be a, a really good one. But for the most part, you're right. People need to understand their story, needs to be positioned for the audience to get something out of it, right? I mean, when you have a newsworthy story, what's the actual takeaway or benefit to the viewers? What do you do that when it's a corporate client who's invented a widget or something? You, how do you position it so that it's interesting to the general audience? Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the, I think the beauty of PR is that you, you know, you research and you find out who is writing about things in this genre, in this mm -hmm. vertical, in this industry, or who is, you know, covering stories about it. Mm -hmm. I know whenever I travel and I read things, I, I my mind is going in a million directions with yeah. articles, right, that you read on the airplane or mm -hmm. even TV segments that you see how your client or an industry could fit into that. And I'll give you an example, like mm -hmm. in Florida, well, actually this is nationwide that um, the Biden administration just approved um, recently uh, a scholarship for students from K through 12, right? Mm -hmm. So I have a client who just opened a school and yesterday the governor in Florida signed the bill to make it official so that every parent will get um, access to this. Now, I don't know all the details of yeah, it, right. but, but every parent will get access from K through 12 to this mm -hmm. um, scholarship opportunity. Yes. And um, basically my client is being interviewed actually right now about that because that was announced yesterday. We reached out to the media last night, this morning, yeah. set up interviews, and then now he's being interviewed. So you just, you know, that's one of the tips actually. We're we giving a sneak mm -hmm. preview is following trends. So one yeah. of the tips is following what's trending in the media and um, figuring yeah. out how your story can fit into whatever that trend is. That's great. You know, when I, I first started doing press releases for my clients, somebody taught me about um, a thing called um, newsjacking, which is what you're kind of hinting at. Yes, here. yes. For, for people who don't know what that is, I'll tell you a quick story, Cindy. I think you'll appreciate it. Um, we had a client who was doing a female leadership program out in California. And it was the same time that Obama had nominated Penny Pritzker as a Commerce Secretary. And it was kind of newsworthy because first time there was a female as a uh, cabinet position as a Commerce Secretary. So the headline was, you know, what do you want to promote here to my client? Female leadership. Okay. Obama nominates Payne Prisker, female leadership, the Commerce Secretary. So we got our keyword in there. And I just took the actual news story, the first above the fold, two first two thirds, bottom third, it was my client's perspective on it. And my marketing friends called me a genius my journalist friends called me a whore because we charged. <laughs> right. Oh. I love it. It's yeah, both, you know? A creative thinker. That's the thing. And um, this is another interesting thing about the media that I don't think everyone understands unless you're living in it. Mm. Um, you know, I say that the media has shiny object syndrome because they have to react to what's mm -hmm. happening in the news. So we could set something up, for example, and have all the expectations. And I'm sure you've done, dealt with mm -hmm. this with um, book launches, too. Yeah. All the, you know, um, illusions. Well, I don't even say illusions. Things are lined up and ready to go. And then yeah. something happens, whether it's national news. I actually have an interesting story that I heard that you may have heard, too, because it's kind of one of those industry stories. But 
Um, Dave Ramsey had shared that he was launching his first book years ago, and he mm. was, I think, in the green room, green room of either the Today Show or Good Morning America, but one of the big ones. And um, just as he was going to go on, uh, uh, what's his name from um, the 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 Bronco, the White Bronco? I went blank. Oh yeah, um, O.J. Simpson. Yeah. O.J. Simpson sounds Simpson, like yeah. thank you. My mind. Sorry, right. So O.J. Simpson was, they were all of a sudden, all the media was following O.J. Simpson and his Bronco and poor Dave Ramsey's book launch went out the window. See, now you and I would have spun that. I said, no, you got to put Ramsey on it. Dave, make sure you talk about your financial intelligence and putting your assets aside in case you get charged with murder. I would have spun that. I would have helped. Right. So anyway, those, I mean, that's a huge example that everyone can, but things happen all the time with, like you said, political campaigns. Mm -hmm. You actually had a a great opportunity and you newsjacked. And um, yeah, there was um, a gentleman who spoke about that, did a presentation. I went to a, um, a, a seminar with uh, Tony Robbins business mastery, like, I don't know, five or six years ago. And yeah, he has a book on it too. It was really, really good. But anyway, Mm -hmm. yes, it's a term that I think that everyone should be familiar with and try to Mm -hmm. capitalize on when you can. Right. Right. And I think the the key lesson there, and please back me up on this because you're more professional at this than I am, but I think you've got to, you got a lot latch onto the right trends. Um, Obviously, you know, spending financial intelligence with a, you know, escaped soon to be convict, you know, what I'm a convict, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's a big stretch. You got to make it aligned. But the, the challenge that I've seen people have and myself included is that sometimes the, your, what you want to follow is maybe a micro niche. Like, Hey, I don't want to compete with, you cannot compete locally with what I do with like national news. You got to keep it targeted to like, if I'm going to um, newsjack a, a business trend that might only show up on Squawk Box or MSNBC or something. So I might do, Hey, there's a new thing with, uh, you know, chat GBT with being used in this one format now. So I could, I could latch on to something local or something more um, that has legs to it. Yeah. Something, something that's a real spike, like, I'm sorry to say, but like a shooting, um, right. usually a spike. And then we tend to forget about it pretty quickly, but sometimes it has like legs that might last for a week or two might be easier to, to latch onto that. Is that right? Yes. No, absolutely. I mean, like you said, unfortunately, there's negative news that mm-hmm. definitely dominates the cycle sometimes. And then sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um, but even like, you know, obviously with the, the Queen of England passing, that was mm-hmm. huge news, local, right. national, every, regional, right. everywhere. Everyone was speaking about it. And rightfully so, you know, yep. that was very big news, but um, yeah, there's there's definitely ways to mm-hmm. um, tie into different things. I know, you know, for example, um, there the America's Got Talent, or mm-hmm. you know, those types of shows. Whenever there's something national, like we, one of my, I'm on the board with Cystic Fibrosis, and mm-hmm. we have sometimes uh, we have a every year we have a Nashville singer songwriters event, mm-hmm. and. If there's something nationally in the news with um, one of those big shows with singers, mm-hmm. we piggyback on that and we yeah. try to comment about it with our um, singer songwriters events. So that's how you can sort of capitalize on those things on a local level. Right. You're speaking to things that are relevant nationally or even locally. Sometimes mm-hmm. somebody local like we live in 
Well, where I live is South Florida and it's, I would say the golf capital, you know, Tiger Woods lives yeah. here, a lot of the high profile yeah. golfers. So this is another thing from a golf um, charity perspective. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a neat way to get media coverage for charities too. And the media, normally they want to cover things like that. They can't cover all of them, of course, because there's so many, but if you could tie it into something newsworthy, it definitely is um, yeah. interesting to them and yeah. to their audience. That's what it's all about. It's about, you know, making it interesting to their audience. Right. We're going to get to the, the three ways guaranteed in a minute. I got a couple, I have more, so many questions about this because I'm so fascinated by, um, a couple of issues and I'll, I want to touch on one. I want your feedback on it. It's the whole, uh, you know, slowing down for the uh, crash, the negative news thing and the, uh, the Olympic brain, how we always are attracted to the negative side. And I believe back in the eighties, somebody tried a good news channel and nobody watched it. I know it's right? like that, you know, what they say that run away train, the train on the tracks, they don't, they want it see the the car crash or the yeah it's um we actually had one of our TEDx speakers who was a, a, a from the media in the past like her history was uh she was a media personality mm -hmm. and um she did a talk about that and uh yeah and just how you have to fact check and be careful and things can go viral even when they're not true and yeah it's a whole thing right so but I want your perspective on the fact that, you know, if it bleeds, it leads because we want to watch this stuff. And I don't like watching it. I, I've actually, you know, not watched a complete news show since 9-11. I feel like I just don't like it. It's just, oh, it makes me, makes yeah, me and lately there is so much. I mean, there's so much polarization and... But the thing is, like, if these things happen, it, they have to cover it. I actually feel, you know, my heart kind of goes out to a lot of the people in the media because they're getting wow. calls at 2 a.m. when these, like, horrible things happen. And they're, you know, young and they're working 24-7 shifts. And they're yep. the first ones at these, um, you know, sometimes tra tragic sites. And, right. yeah. But in your, in your opinion, why, why do they have to cover a house burning down when some kid just got a scholarship to a college, which is much more impactful and relevant to our society. I do think it's part of part of what you said that mm -hmm. it, it attracts viewers. And mm -hmm. I don't know if it's, you know, um, part of that dopamine effect with mm -hmm. um, social media, with kids and just, you know, um, people wanting to watch things like that. But mm -hmm. I'm hoping, you know, there is, a fair amount of positive news, especially on a local level. I know that I've been working with the media locally for years mm -hmm. and um, they do try to help and cover, you know, like I said, new schools, new yeah. perspectives, charity functions, events, scholarships. Um, but again, when something negative happens, it's like everything else kind of That's falls off the radar mm -hmm. and gets bumped. Um, and obviously political as well. When it's political right. oriented, that happens too. Right, right. So let's get to the juice here, the juicy part of how do I get on TV? You got some tips for us to how to how to get people so they can try to do it themselves, although it might be tough, but give us some uh, ideas on how to do that. 
Okay. So one, we, we kind of touched on these a little bit, but one thing I wanted to talk about was how you can make your story newsworthy. Mm -hmm. So think about, you know, as we were talking about tying it into trends, but also think of how you can become an expert source for the media. Mm -hmm. So if the media is speaking about something that you know about or that you have a background in whatever that is, um, you can position yourself as an expert. Whenever you're running a story on this, yeah. please reach out to me about, about this. And maybe you're an expert in lots of things, but I feel like those are great ways to get in front of people. And, you know, the media also, do, they get pitched like literally thousands of times a day. Yeah. Um, so the second thing I would say is to make yourself available and make that a priority. So this is one thing mm -hmm. that we deal with, with, um, you know, with our clients sometimes with scheduling, it's like, if we could pitch and pitch, and then all of a sudden it's like, yes, we're ready to do the story. And then the client might say, oh, I'm, you know, I have a, um, workout session and I can't do that. And it's like, <laughs> So if you want the press, you have to prioritize mm -hmm. your schedule and say to yourself, you know what? Yep. Um, and, and I have, honestly, I have had clients, not recently, but years ago, I have had clients say to me, if they really want to talk to me, they'll work around my schedule. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Who's famous here? It's not you, pal. Okay. <laughs> I put the camera in front. Right. So, but the thing is, it's like, yes, they want to talk to you, but there's a thousand people in line behind you. And they've got like a three minute segment. Come on. Right. Right. That, yeah. that will make themselves available and drop everything. Yeah. So that's the thing. And it's funny because, you know, in the world we live in, there's so many, um, you know, gurus that talk about time management and I, and I believe mm -hmm. on, on a lot of that, but in the, in the business of public relations, you know, you really can't time block, right? right. Because <laughs> if somebody calls, like, like the example that I used about the school and the announcement that came out, you know, yeah. yesterday, last night, yeah. um, you know, if we kind of were snoozing and didn't jump on that opportunity wow. and the client didn't make themselves available, that opportunity would come and go. So that's okay. um, you know, number two is, you know, if you really want to get media, you need to make it a priority and yeah. rearrange your schedule and make yourself available. Because right. the other thing is like, if you do get an opportunity with the media and then you say no, um, now, of course, if it's whatever, a wedding or a health issue or something like that. But if you say no, you're probably not going to be called again. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't get, you get a second chance on, on television. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. Um, what, how do you contact them? I mean, they're getting thousands of pitches a day. How do you possibly break that noise? Well, thankfully for us, we have, um, relationships for a long time. Although I have mm -hmm. to say that the media, the way that it works lately uh, has changed so much, even mm -hmm. in the last two, three years since COVID, mm -hmm. you know, there were hundreds of people at, at TV stations 
and mm. newspapers and magazines. And now everybody is working on a really skeletal crew. Yeah. So it's a whole different world. So it's a lot harder than it was to get mm. media coverage, I would say, traditionally. Um, so you do have to get creative. And thankfully for us, because we've been doing it for a long time, we have relationships with some of the stations and some of the producers. Mm. And so we can um, hopefully cut through the clutter that, you know, a client might, um, mm -hmm. you know, go through if they went direct. However, I do have to say, you know, I always encourage mom and pops if they cannot afford a PR agency to, tr to do it yourself, because lots mm -hmm. of times the media does want to help the local businesses, the local right. mom and pop, the local mm -hmm. pizzeria, if you're doing something great for the community or for yeah. students or for charities, they want to showcase that and they want to lift you up and help you. And right. so um, yeah. don't be afraid. That's number three. Don't be afraid <laughs> to go, you know, to go for it. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you don't have to be a professional, especially in the world that we live in. You know, the media is is morphed, it's changed. We're the media, right? This, what right. we're doing right now is the media. Your phone is the media, right? So yeah. um, social media is the media. So I, I just feel like there's so much, um, it's harder for traditional, but at the same time, build those relationships and make yourself available and don't mm -hmm. be afraid and just, just continue to pitch. And you know what? Don't be afraid of rejection. That's yeah. the other thing I tell clients, um, certainly with TEDx, and TEDx is a volunteer role for me, but mm -hmm. but it's funny because I would say on average, we get between 150 and 250 applications for each, each year. Yeah. And um, we have one event and we have anywhere between six to 14 speaking uh, yeah. slots. And so if you're not selected, it does not mean that your um, mm -hmm. talk was not worthy at all. Yeah. And so a lot of times, you know, people say, oh, I know I wasn't selected because of this, that reason. And I'm like, no, it really wasn't that. It's really, it was good, but mm -hmm. we only have a certain amount of spots. So just continue to, to submit and maybe tweak it, do a lot of research. I mean, I've been doing um, TEDx since 2017 nice. and um, I still watch the, the tutorials when mm -hmm. I'm helping speakers because you always learn something new, right? Mm -hmm. It sparks an interest and makes you start thinking. I do research on uh, the, the titles of the talks and you know this, Doug, and your team yeah. is really good at it as far as um you know captivating audiences yeah. attention yeah. Um, and the media has such a um short attention span just like the rest of us by the way but even yeah. less um because they're so busy and they're spread thin so i think yeah. it's a, you know just to keep that in mind and not take it personally don't be afraid mm -hmm. Um, don't take it personally. It's not you. Just keep reinventing yourself, reinventing mm -hmm. your pitch, reinventing your story, and keep submitting whether it's TEDx or um, a media pitch. Love it, love it. You know, I was, I was uh, working with some clients recently, and I said, you realize that even though most people don't read the newspaper anymore, you know, it was all online. There are still a lot of newspapers in existence, especially the smaller ones, and they are all they do are take feeds from national news. They have no. So if you walk in there as a local author, celebrity, business owner with a decent pitch, 
you'll be in the newspaper. Right. And you can take that clipping and spiral it up to radio, local TV, and go from there. And just We call it like a flywheel effect where you start small and don't feel bad about that. You know, I know you put people on Good Morning America, but not everybody gets on that. So right. there's right. no harm in going local and starting there and then seeing where it goes, right? Yeah. And there's another really cool, there's two cool things I want to mention. One is um, I read the story about 1-800-GOT-JUNK. They had a tiny little story in a local yeah. newspaper. You and, you know, think about what they are now. They're a huge mm -hmm. business that's a household name nationwide. And that's how mm -hmm. it started in a small newspaper. And it just went viral. And um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is, and I use this in all of my PR proposals, is that Bill Gates made a quote that said, if he was down to his last dollar, he would spend it on public relations. And I love that because I think it speaks volumes mm -hmm. and it's really powerful because PR is really an unbiased uh perspective, a third party mm -hmm. endorsement per se. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so there is a lot of um, cachet and value behind it. Right. Terrific. All right. So we're going to be not be afraid. Um, the other, other three things, let me just summarize them here for us. Follow the trends. Follow trends. And it's not about your story. Not about your story. It's about, your, about your, what, you're, what you can help them with, right? And then right. don't be afraid. Right. Yeah. yeah. Make, right. Exactly. Be an expert in whatever, yeah. whatever that is. What's your what's your biggest success story? What's the one that people go, wow, that's cool? Oh my gosh, wow! Um, well, like Good Morning America is a pretty big deal. Yeah, no, that's huge. One of my clients during COVID, right? Um, we um, got them on Good Morning America. It was an mm -hmm. indoor air quality company. Obviously, indoor yeah. air quality was huge. They were in business for twenty years, and um, it was an, uh, just huge that they were featured. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. had installed indoor air quality equipment in a local preschool, so it was a really a human interest story, which oh, is something nice. else to keep keep in mind. You know, tie mm -hmm. in that human interest angle. Um, years ago I had, um, this was even before I got married more than 20 years ago, I had my, my boyfriend was doing like flipping homes, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, it was literally like a news. We got him in the wall street journal. Mm -hmm. We got him in, you know, this old house, like all of these different stories, wow. one after the other. So, and that wasn't even, they weren't a client. I was just sort of like, Oh, this is mm -hmm. a cool story. They were flipping homes. And of course now we have HDTV and all of these things that are mm -hmm. hot. But um, at that time it was, you know, definitely yeah. newsworthy. Very cool. Very cool. That's great. Well, folks, um, man, we could talk for hours about this. I probably want to have you back, Cindy, because we got a lot more things to talk about. Um, Cindy Metzler from Ohm Media. Ohm Media, O M M M E D I A dot com. Say it together. Um, right. It's 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 a it's a beautiful brand. I love it. Thank um, you. Cindy, any last party words for us? Um, well, just feel free. If anybody wants any tips or advice, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. I have a pretty big LinkedIn community and um, love to, you know, if you have a question about TEDx or anything about press, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to assist. That's great. Thank you so much. Cindy Metzler with All Media. Appreciating the show today. Thanks a bunch. Thanks, Doug. You bet. That concludes the show for today. You're going to want to take notes. And if you didn't, they're right below. So go ahead and click on those notes, download them. And contact Cindy. She's a there's a lot of people out there talking about PR media nowadays, and she's the real deal. I'm sure you'll have a good time and uh, get some more press for yourself. Thanks so much and have a good one. Yeah.